very warm welcome to this particular interview on the Short Stay Virtual Summit. It's my great pleasure to be able to welcome Stacey St. John. Now, Stacey is a property investor, and she also hosts the Female Short-Term Rental Investors Facebook group, and that's taken her portfolio into short-term rental in the last few months. And she has opened and is thriving in this space, <laughs> despite us being in the middle of, or hopefully towards the end of, a very unusual period of time at a pandemic. Welcome, Stacey. How are you doing? I am great. Thank you so much for inviting me to um, have this wonderful conversation together today. And I am so passionate about um, the short-term rental space and excited to chat with you. Same. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. It's great. To, the first time I've chatted to you properly in person, face-to-face, -face, virtually. <laughs> <laughs> but most of life is virtual at the moment, hey? <laughs> and of course, I've met exactly. you in your uh, Facebook group, which I loved from the second I saw it. The vibe in there is fantastic. And it, you know, just as soon as I spoke to you, I thought, well, I know why the group's so, so nice now because the, the leader is so just just that, that you know just your intro that you came up with there just the passion I think that's you know that's really really important for our industry so thank you for that but first of all tell us a bit about you and your your background and why you decided to get started with short-term rental oh gosh so I have actually been investing in real estate for about four years only um I got started by accident. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I purchased, I'm sure as many people do, right? So I yeah. had purchased a, a condo uh, in Florida for my oldest to live in during college. And just a few weeks um, after we had purchased it, college plans changed. Okay. And very quickly, <laughs> we were left with a condo. And um, so... My husband and I, you know, very quickly put our heads together and said, well, heck, let's get a property manager and rent this out, right? Right. So we did that for a few months and then we were like, well, hey, we're, we're making money from this. Why don't we buy more property? So right. we started buying property. Uh, we live in Ohio. So our, our investment property was about a uh, 14 hour drive wow. or a two and a half hour flight away. Um, so we thought for our next investment property, let's go closer to home. <laughs> <laughs> make, yeah, give it a try, make it a little bit easier to know. Why not? Why not? Um, and so we uh, bought some long-term rentals here in Ohio where we live. Um, and then, you know, Last year, we were actually finishing flipping a property. I'd gotten my real estate license oh, cool. um, to help support our investing. And um, we were finishing a flip and COVID broke out. Um, right. <laughs> just a minor detail, right? And yes. we had initially planned on taking our profits from the flip and buying another long-term rental. Right. Uh, and when... COVID broke out, there was um, an eviction moratorium here in our state where, you know, landlords were really left in a bind um, yeah. if, if um, a tenant didn't pay. And yeah. we started feeling a little uncomfortable with the strategy of, hey, let's go buy another investment property where we could be financially exposed, yeah. right? 
if something didn't go as planned. And so we started looking into short-term rentals uh, because for the very fact that you have to pay in order to get in the front door, right? Yes, that's very uh, true, yeah. So uh, we did a lot, a lot of research um, and due diligence into the space specifically short-term rentals, and then finding a, a market and a set of properties that were right for us. Um, and now, I mean, we're uh, fully, fully ingrained, shall we say. Um, Converted fully. <laughs> yes. So we're, we're loving every moment. That, that's brilliant. And I, I love hearing how much you're enjoying it as well because there is a lot to enjoy most definitely a lot of moving parts but a lot of enjoyment most definitely and as you as you touched on there's a lot of research to be done a lot of decisions to be made talk us through the decision making process that you went through in terms of like you you decided to understand the market a bit and then how did you really find the target market that you wanted to go for and, and start to really cater for their needs yeah yeah so it's a great question. I'm really glad you asked it because I do feel like a lot of folks may actually um, fall into a short-term rental or fall into a property. And at that point in time, obviously you've got to execute right away. But um, what I believe the smartest business decision is, is to lay out your objectives and your goals. And that's what we did. Uh, so we were very, very specific in what we were looking for. We wanted to be on the ocean, right? That was our, our dream is to, if we're going to buy a short-term rental, let's be where we want to be, yes. right? Um, and I'm a, I'm a beach girl. So, um, <laughs> so obvious <laughs> choice for you guys. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so we were very specific. We wanted to be on the beach. We wanted to be within a day's drive. Um, not that obviously we can't hop on a plane, but again, in the midst of a pandemic, flying wasn't so easy, right? right? And so we felt like it was important for us to be um, at a beach that we could very easily get to within a day. Um, we also were looking at the property types that we wanted to be in um, and budget, of course, right? But we felt like, for us, investing out of state, you know, a good 12 hours, 11 hours away, for us, it was important to have a condominium uh, so that the exterior of the property would be fully maintained and we were responsible from the walls in, right? Right. Makes total so, sense. Yeah. And so that's really where we started was let's lay out what we're looking for. Okay. Um, secondly, we also wanted to be in a market that was a vacation destination because uh, for us, while we do have the opportunity to enjoy our investment property, um, we wanted to have as many people visiting or uh, as many potential guests as yes. possible. So we looked at obviously laying out our buying criteria, but also the criteria for the market. So yes. we did a lot of research into top vacation destinations for, you know, families, uh, top beach destinations, did a lot of just Googling, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of, again, a lot of folks, I think, 
I, well, let me back up and say a lot of folks ask, where should I be investing, right? And I believe you should be investing where it makes the most sense for your business objectives. So again, when we did all that research, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina was a top three uh, contender. Right. We were also looking at Outer Banks, North Carolina, as well as Dustin, Florida. From there, then, um, from that initial research, I kind of did a deep dive into, okay, how many visitors does each of those markets welcome every year? Yeah. What can I buy with my budget there? Yes. Right? And that was a determining factor because in Outer Banks, for example, uh, a, a large subset of the properties there are single family homes. Right. Well, I wanted to be in a condominium. And so that particular market didn't make the most sense for us. Right. Um, so we had it down to Dustin and Myrtle Beach. Now, in Dustin, I can buy a condominium and have an out, a view of a pond. <laughs> okay. A pond, okay. A pond, right. And in Myrtle Beach, I can have a condo and have a view of the ocean. And okay. so that is a very, you know, process that we went through um, to, to identify our market um, and Great. the rest of history. Tough. Yeah. And who doesn't want a view of the ocean? compared to especially compared to a pond <laughs> but I love the process of elimination that you went through you've got your objectives you're checking what your market wants and then you're checking the budget versus what's available in the market for that budget does that market mm -hmm. what they want actually match up with what's available for the budget and that again can cancel things out and then it's yeah. down to desirability as well you might get the property that you want that might meet the guests but if it's overlooking a pond versus overlooking the sea yeah. well that's another amazing thing you want to go for the the view so I love the way that you you did that and it's great to hear it laid out especially for people that are watching that are very very new and haven't yet gone through this this research stage and and as you say some people fall into it but if you can really step back and look in with this higher level view that's what's going to give you the edge so Myrtle yeah. Beach it was so what did you look for once you got into these properties and the surrounding areas to, to meet people's needs? Was it then the case you started to look at what families want from their area or what families essential amenities they need and then start to get the property looking like it's going to attract those yeah. families that you want to attract? Yeah. Was that yeah. the next stage? You know, great question again. So I think first and foremost, understanding who your ideal guest is, um, is critical. And I will share with you that when we were identifying properties, we tried to keep our ideal guest in mind. Nice. Now, as simple as this sounds, I am my ideal guest, right? So right. I, I understand <laughs> them very well. <laughs> Um, and initially, when we were looking at property, we were looking for a two-bedroom, two-bath condo. Right. Um, and again, first and foremost, I would encourage anyone to, again, do research and due diligence because what we discovered, surprisingly, was that our return on investment was going to be stronger with a smaller property. Okay. Interesting. Now, again, 
for our own buying criteria. That may not be applicable for everyone, but again, sure. I'd encourage everyone to walk through that deep dive. So once we identified the property types that we were gonna be purchasing, um, and we purchased uh, up until this point, we've got efficiency or studios, as well as one bedroom condos right on the ocean. Um, I really wanted to furnish and fit them out in a way that was cozy and warm and inviting and beachy. And, right? and beachy, yes. Right. But I will say that in shopping for beachy decor, there's a lot of mm, beachy decor that doesn't align with right. my taste. Okay. Right. A little obnoxious. Um, <laughs> it, it, you know, I won't go into any details, but let me tell you: if you want crabs and lobsters all over your walls, you can definitely that's find that's where decor. you can find them. Okay, <laughs> just in case right. that's what you wanted, yes. it's available. <laughs> it's available for sure. Um, but the aesthetic, the vibe, the feel when you walk in the door was something that was really important to me because, yes. again. Um, if I am my target audience, I want to wow them the moment they walk in and have every last touch, um, feeling comfortable and it, feeling like a space that they would want to come back to, yes. right? Because I don't want them to stay with us just once. <laughs> no, this is not just a booking, right? It's a customer. Right, right. Exactly. Customer. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That, that is a really, really good point. Most definitely. Thank you. Okay, sure. so you've got everything lined up, you've got your completion dates, and you know that you're going to be decking it out to look beautiful and inviting and to get people to come back and stay with you, they're going to feel cared for when they come through that door. What happened next? What would be the first next steps that you would advise somebody new to do towards getting the property marketed and booked out? You've got that date ahead of you. You may want a little bit of a buffer just for stuff <laughs> that might come up, right? And then you get your head down yeah. and start making sure it looks yeah. amazing. But something else has got to be happening as well. Yeah. What what yeah. did you yeah. do at that stage? Sure. Um, I would encourage everyone as they are looking at markets, looking at properties to also be thinking about what property management model they want to use. Yeah. Because this is a critical factor that really determines um, many things down the road. Okay. Yeah. And so um, again, there's no right or wrong answer um, as far as property management um, I will share with you in the Myrtle Beach market, a lot of the resorts are resorts. So they have front desk check-ins, right. okay? Um, some of the resorts actually own part of the, the condos within the uh, resort area. And so right. they have an on-site property management service that you can utilize. Uh -huh. um, you can manage it yourself. Um, you can go through a third-party property manager, or you can leverage kind of a hybrid model, which is a co-host. Yes. Um, and so I think that is really, really important to also early on determine how much time 
you want to spend um, with your property as far as marketing and guest communications and guest services, hospitality, and how much control you want to have. Uh, because again, with each of those models, um, they are a bit different, right? So yes. um, if, if someone is starting out, I would encourage them to think through how much time do I want to spend and how much control do I want to have? And then the property management model decision will become a little easier. Yeah, that's that's a really clear way of looking at it. And and I think it is that's that important stage. It's so easy to get caught up in the making it look beautiful, the types of people you want to bring in. You don't want to get to the end of that exciting stage and go, oh, now what? <laughs> that what all now? needs to be happening. Yeah, sort of in tandem. You need to be making these decisions yeah. as, as you go. And like you say, one of the biggest questions is how much time have I got? to put into this yeah. business if I'm working full-time have I actually got the time to be answering emails learning about channel managers setting things up on OTAs yeah. and dealing yeah. with all of those moving parts the cleaning the bedding yeah. everything so yes yeah. great set of questions there thanks for drawing that out and I, I know that to to start with you decided to go down the management route that's what sorted that's what fitted with your lifestyle and, and helped get things organized and sorted out for you but mm -hmm. as you begin to market your properties yourself which you know you're going to be taking those over exciting times what will you do in terms of marketing will you go straight to the OTAs the online travel agents listing sites mm -hmm. first of all mm -hmm. and then develop your own marketing strategy from there what's the what are you thinking you yeah. will do yeah great great question I'm really looking at taking a hybrid approach so okay. I will be uh, leveraging a channel manager I'm actually in the midst right now of getting that set up for all of my properties um, and I have six now um, and so um, I know um, so you know again setting up that channel manager that I can operate as efficiently and as effectively as possible Yes. Uh, so I will leverage that channel manager to obviously syndicate my listings to all the OTAs. Um, secondarily, I will be, you know, leveraging a, a direct booking website as well. Okay. Um, and then uh, I will also be partnering with a co-host to help me manage guest uh, services and obviously making our guests feel cozy and welcome um, when they're staying with us and making sure all their needs are met. Um, and then on top of that, you know, uh, down the road a little bit, once all the ducks are in a row, <laughs> yes. um, I would love <laughs> to have a, a social media strategy that really, really focuses on driving content that people engage with and um, attract them to come stay with us. That's that's absolutely great. And I, and I love the way I think something that um, I've just noticed throughout the conversation is the way that you section things. And I think that's really, really good. And it helps people that are listening to think, I don't have to do it all at once. You know, that yeah. overwhelm when you first get going, actually, you can just yeah. chunk it down. So yeah, it's great that you've got those steps laid out. So OTAs and channel managers, get it all syndicated, yeah. then look at websites and own marketing, and then really develop the social media strategy to really get that bookings generator going. I love that. And I was going to say something as well about collecting and using reviews. 
are you are you starting to collect the reviews now to maybe use in future marketing to attract guests as you yeah. develop your own marketing strategy? Yeah, great question. So um, I'm a big believer in exploit your strengths, right? And so again, um, to your point, having the ability to leverage those five-star reviews that we're already gathering um, is something that is absolutely part of my marketing strategy, not only for, you know, um, online, but while they're staying with us. So yes. as an example, I have um, little signs throughout our property that invite them to do dif different things. Um, one of them is to sign our guest book, right? Um, and so again, um, even within the touch points within the property, I am kind of sprinkling in the fact that we're out of our five-star reviews. We can't wait to deliver a five-star experience for them. You know, if there's something that doesn't align with that, my goodness, please reach out to us. Um, and so I think those reviews are an asset when we're marketing externally, but they're also an asset to um, kind of help our guests feel comfortable and comfortable in reaching out to us if something doesn't meet their expectations, right? Because yes. we want to be able to solve that for them. That's such a good strategy. I absolutely love that. Thank you for, for sharing that as well. So this is a question for you. What has been your biggest challenge so far? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> let's see here. So I'm going to say two challenges. Okay. okay? Um, the first one is the, the sheer tactics of rehabbing a property from afar. Okay. okay? Mm -hmm. Because again, I'm not going in and just putting on new bedspreads. I am buying ugly properties and making them gorgeous. Right. Yes. And so, um, you know, the management of contractors are 11 hours away. And literally yesterday, I had a, a granite nightmare that I had to deal with. Right. <laughs> granite Where, oh my gosh. Oh, yes. We won't bore everyone with those details. But let me tell you, I can, I can share a story. Um, but so I think number one, if folks are um, investing away from home, having the right team in place, number one that you can trust, yes, uh, is critical. Um, and having resources in place that can be your eyes and ears in the market is also critical. That has been a challenge until I figured out how to solve for it, right? Yeah. Um, the other challenge I will say, which was um, learning for me, is that when I, when I leveraged a property manager, um, I, for my long-term rentals, I have property managers uh, as well. Uh, but long-term rental is very different as far as the day-to-day -day and the operation. Yeah, most definitely. Um, when I first engaged my property manager, um, she was um, recommended to me and has been a tremendous asset as I've gotten my bearings and setting up my properties. But something that I discovered is that, quite honestly, it wasn't a good fit from an alignment of interest. Okay. And I didn't know that, 
when I first started out. So I would just encourage everyone as you are hiring a property manager, if you're exploring hiring a property manager, make sure that you are asking very, very detailed questions about what reporting you're gonna be getting from them, who has control over the expenses if um, someone um, wants to replace a shower curtain or you know something small or large, what are those guardrails, right? Yeah. Um, and also understand um, what they do and don't provide as their service. Um, and again, I can't say enough great things about my property manager. And at the same time, what I've realized along the way is there are gaps in information. And as a business owner, until we have access to data, we can't optimize what we're doing, right? And and that's where, um, you know, I've got a background in business and marketing, and that's where I really feel like I'm missing information and why I am, you know, beginning to, to take it on myself. But again, just encourage folks um, to really, really dive deep and, and make sure that you're hiring the right team for your own interest. That is a really great advice. Thank you. And it's great to see that the challenges that you've come across, you're just like, well, I found out what the, the things are and this is how we move forward. It's a challenge. It's a hump. It's gone. That's great stuff. Okay. So on yesterday, the of, I, go on. I was going to say yesterday, I did have to remind myself of that in the midst of the granite nightmare where my blood pressure was, I could feel like my heart was racing. And I, I thought, you know what? This is a great learning opportunity, and I'm sure that I can share this with someone else in the future. So, yes, exactly. That's what you've got to say when when everything's going all over the place. You have to think it's going to pass. It's all going to be fine. (laughs) Talk yourself down. (laughs) Now that's great that you did that. And so, so the opposite of that, what has been your biggest aha moment so far? Gosh. Um, I think my biggest aha moment is how much I love this. Okay. You know, interesting. It, it was a pivot for us to um, go from long term to short term. And, you know, obviously it has some fun, fun um, advantages uh, to it where, you know, when we're going down looking at properties, you know, it's yes. a tax deduction for us. Right. So we love that. But I had no idea how much I would absolutely love everything about it um, as far as investing on the beach, right? I've always loved the beach, but having the ability to help other people make memories as a family, like that gives me chills just saying it out loud Um, because my favorite memories as a kid, um, some of my favorite memories were with my family on vacation and we would vacation at the beach quite often. And so having the ability to help other families make those same memories that have made such a big impact for me, like I can't even describe it. It is so rewarding and so fulfilling. Um, That's been a huge aha for me. Oh, that's uh, that's fantastic. And and just on the, the flip side of that, you have got people's memories in and their trust in your in your hands so I think that's something that quite often gets skipped over that's not really talked about just how powerful 
a stay with a short-term rental host is in terms of memory and what we have, the responsibility that we have as, as, in, as individuals to, to know and understand and respect that. It's, it's a really big thing. Yeah. And I love that you love it. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, I'm loving your journey so far. But And then off the back of this, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I guess then the, the female short-term rental investors Facebook group was born. What, what made you decide to create that space for women in the industry? You know, it's, it, it is amazing to me how things just happen, right? Um, so I actually have another Facebook group for real estate agents. And um, I had someone in my Facebook group reach out to me because he knew that I invest at the beach. And he asked me to put together some information for him to utilize as a real estate agent for investors when they're coming to buy a market. He was in Galveston, Texas, okay? So I, of course, said, sure, I'd be happy to put something together for you. And I started to jot down some ideas and notes of what I think might be important to share. But I had popped into another Facebook group and just asked, hey, if you were starting to invest at the beach, what would you wanna know? Because I wanted to make sure I had the, the end consumer in yeah. mind. Yeah. And the floodgates opened. I mean, all of these amazing responses, you know, sharing what information would be most helpful. And someone within the response to my question said, well, hey, you should start a Facebook group on this. You're like, <laughs> <I> said, <"Huh." laughs> okay. Give it a go. Amazing. And sure. you're 3,000 strong now. Yes. I, in of not quite eight weeks. So we're, we're brand spanking new. Um, but one of the things that I love is connecting people with information, because yes. as you mentioned, it can feel a little overwhelming. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, so connecting people with information is so uh, enjoyable to me. And I'm the first one to say, hey, I don't know everything, right? Yeah. But what I love is finding out answers. So if I Absolutely. can connect dot A over here to dot B over here and just be a conduit or a connector, I love that, you know? Yeah, um, that's so important. So, I think community is so important as well, isn't it? Oh my goodness. Especially when you first get going. Yes, absolutely. Having other people around you that understand what you're feeling, what you're going through can not only provide advice and their own experiences, but just provide support and uplift each other as we're all kind of navigating this journey. Mm -hmm. Again, to me, that's so rewarding and seeing that community uh, thrive within our group is so fantastic. And I'll share with you, there have been some people that I've had to boot right? Because I'm thinking, that's no, good. No, no, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really good. Because you've got to keep the vibe and the, yes. the integrity of what it is that you created the group for. And if somebody's yes. coming stomping all over that, oh, that's like yes. coming into your yep. house and sitting down on the sofa and eating crisps and spilling their drink. It's just not cool. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. The, uh, that's great. The other thing I'll share that is a little amusing. Okay. Um, is that the name is female short-term rental investors. 
And almost every day I get requests to join from guys. Now guys, I love you. And I totally know that there is a space for all of us to get together, but this is the sisterhood. Okay. (laughs) So, um, I have to decline the guys. And I I discovered a guy I know. And I discovered a guy in the group and I had to kick him out. (laughs) Was he masquerading as a woman? No, he, I, I inadvertently let him in and didn't realize it. This one guy must have been like, (gasps) when he got, well, he he commented. Yeah. He commented on something. That's the only way I discovered him. I was like, who's Roger? You know, <laughs> Roger, you're just, out of here. Doing here? <laughs> You've taken a wrong turn, buddy. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my goodness. I love how you're keeping it. It's definitely the females in this particular group. It's yes. the sisterhood. And like you say, there's many, many spaces <laughs> for everybody yes. to find out what they yes. need. But yeah, this particular one's just special for us. <laughs> as we come to close I, I I've absolutely loved every minute of chatting to you it's it's great and just based on your experience so far and what you're seeing where do you feel the future of our industry is headed oh, oh gosh I think quite honestly the future is bright in many ways um I think especially coming out of this pandemic, um, there is number one, a huge demand for folks to get away and reconnect uh, with uh, their families, their friends. Um, And so as a host, yes, yes, as a host, I think that there's just so much opportunity uh, for us from a business perspective um, and a revenue perspective. So that is exciting, right? As a business owner. Secondarily, though, I think that there is also an opportunity to take our industry to the next level where we are, um, you know, against in some markets competing with very large hotel chains who are trying to oust short term rentals. Um, And so there's a lot of new regulations being put in place. I would just encourage all of us to. Um, you know, dive deep and be advocates for our industry, but also understand that there's a space for everyone. You know, it doesn't have to be either or. Let's all explore ways that we can thrive together. Um, And I think that that has a a lot of promising opportunities for us as short-term rental investors. Yeah, I think that's that's so true. And what an amazing note to end on. I love the there's no competition thing. I really, really think we are all part of an industry and it's all of our responsibilities yeah. to to keep it amazing. So thank you so, so much for that. And thank you for coming, spending some time with me today. It's been a huge pleasure. If people would like to reach out to you, if they're female and would like to go into the female <laughs> short-term rental investors Facebook group, uh, should they reach out to you on Facebook first and foremost? Absolutely. That's a great place to find me. Um, so you will know once you get to my Facebook page um, that I also sing. Uh, So if you come across any pictures of me uh, singing on stage, don't be alarmed. I will not sing within our female 
short-term rental investors Facebook group. You, um, they, they might be demanding it soon because I watched a video and you are good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Um, but yeah, feel free to just um, request to join the group if you're a lady and would love to connect with other ladies in this space always welcome to reach out to me on Facebook, send me a friend request, send me a direct message. I also um, host educational events. Um, I'm in the midst right now of giving an eight-week digital course on investing at the beach. Um, right now, those doors are closed, but they will reopen. And so I'll make sure that I have a link in my bio um, on Facebook. And um, I also host live events as well to help folks understand from a really, really integrated perspective what it's like to invest at the beach. So stay tuned wow, for that Wow, you are doing so many cool things. That's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you again for coming to, to meet with me today, sharing your experience. It's been so much fun and I hopefully will get to keep in touch with you in the future and maybe at an in-person event in the future, I would love to yes. come have a coffee with you. That would be amazing. <laughs> Thanks All right. so much for having me. It's been great. My pleasure. <laughs> Have an amazing day and I will speak to you soon. Bye for now. <laughs>